Bullshit. It's the NoBS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing agency. It's time to tell the truth about the chief marketing officer or CMO, or at least I'm going to try. I'm inspired to do this episode by a study from St. John's University and a Harvard Business Review article that provide quantitative evidence to go with my qualitative experiential evidence. The chief marketing officer title or CMO seems to mean something different to just about everyone. Small and mid-sized companies with annual revenue from say 10 million to 50 million often give the title out to people who aren't serving in a true marketing leadership role. More on that soon. Large companies don't quite understand the role either. Some even eliminated the position or reduced the responsibilities significantly in the past two years. Yet the new St. John's study finds that chief marketing officers have a crucial role to play for multinational companies. And I'm here to tell you that any company, regardless of size or industry, needs someone in the role of strategic marketing leader. The study interviewed 41 CMOs at multinational firms to understand the self-reported challenges they face. Then the researchers compiled and reviewed data on 297 multinational firms from 2007 through 2016. The most common complaint made by CMOs was a lack of authority and managerial discretion. This study, combined with my experience and qualitative findings from a no BS marketing perspective, can bring you value whether you're a leader, the founder, CEO, president, and entrepreneur, or if you're a marketing professional, or even if you have the CMO title. The challenge begins with the fact that CMOs are responsible for both strategic and tactical decisions and implementation. This means that the peak performing CMOs are unique because they have abilities in both areas, strategic and tactical, which isn't common. I talk a lot about how strategy is a misunderstood word. People will say, I'm strategic and, and not even know what that means. The reality is most people are more comfortable driving tactical implementation, not just CMOs. In general, and in leadership positions across the spectrum, industry-wise, but also discipline-wise, finance, legal, etc. Thinking strategically means more than deciding how a campaign might work or deciding to, quote, do some market research. Strategic thinking combines vision and proactivity with the ability to see how things might change and what that change means to a company, division, team, and person. That's what strategic thinking really is. My experience is that most people don't understand that, nor do they practice it. My experience is also that most people think 
they're energized by thinking strategically and would be offended if someone tried to explain to them that strategic thinking is not a natural driver for them and that they are more comfortable with implementation and responsiveness. That doesn't make you good, bad, or indifferent. It makes you you. What does this have to do with the CMO and this study? Part of the problem lies in how both parties see the chief marketing officer role and person. First, let's take the CEO or president and other C-suite leaders and how they perceive the chief marketing officer role. The St. John's University study calls this managerial discretion. Love it. Love the term. They break down managerial discretion into three forms. Three forms of managerial discretion. First, strategic discretion. Successful CMOs in the study were given strategic discretion, meaning the power to develop customer and supplier relationships and to set go-to-market strategies. This is a big one. In my experience, most small and mid-sized companies flat out do not give their top marketing person much strategic discretion. To be fair, the problem sometimes lies in the fact that the person in the role didn't bring much value and doesn't have many past successes in developing and implementing marketing strategy. But the senior leader struggles to seed or even understand development and implementation of marketing strategy at small and mid-sized companies. Even at larger firms, the person in the CMO role is typically not given the strategic discretion they need. Many of those CMOs do have the track record of doing both marketing strategy and tactical implementation, but they get hamstrung by not having the authority to do what they know is needed. How do I know this? I've experienced it as a leader myself. I've experienced it when working with CMOs of large, mid, and small-sized organizations. But don't take my word for it. The St. John's study showed that strategic discretion could be measured by comparing the CMO's tenure at firms that grew a significant amount versus the tenure at those that grew little or not at all. A 1% increase in strategic discretion led to a 13% increase in sales. Yes, a 1% increase in strategic discretion led to a 13% increase in sales. Plus, the marketing leaders who had the power to develop the necessary strategies stayed in their position longer and led their companies to greater growth. So you have my qualitative experiences combined with quantitative data. Strategic discretion is important. And you have the fact that the tenure in the top marketing job is only about two years, while the tenure in other C-suite positions is at least five years, more than double the tenure. Why? Because the good CMOs are leaving when they don't have discretion, while those who probably shouldn't be in the position are most likely let go within two years. 
The second type of discretion noted in the study is operational discretion measured by the number of business segments the CMOs were involved in. This means how much discretion did the marketing leader have with how the firm would communicate with customers? How much latitude did they have on what to promote, what stories to tell? Now, if you don't realize that the top marketing leader at any organization needs a high level of discretion in this area, please, please right now, stop listening to this podcast because that means you just aren't getting it and there's really no sense in you wasting your time listening. It's obvious that a top leader in any of the major disciplines, finance, legal, IT, human capital, talent acquisition, operations, marketing, must have operational discretion. The study backs this up. The most successful companies in the study had the most successful, most tenured chief marketing officers who also had the highest level of operational discretion. The study showed that operational discretion helped CMOs of multinational corporations increase the number of continents their companies entered, so their expansion was significantly greater. The third area is, wait for it, financial discretion. How much decision-making power did the top marketing leader have when it comes to deciding on how much to invest in marketing and where to invest it? How much were they able to make budgetary trade-offs to achieve the organization's goals, such as allocation of funds between traditional and digital marketing? Again, I can tell you my experience working with small to mid-sized companies they simply do not give their top marketing leaders necessary financial discretion. And in some cases, it might not be warranted. But even that is still on the company leadership. If the person isn't worthy of financial discretion or any of the three discretions, then why are they in the top marketing role at your company? For the large multinational companies, financial discretion is still an issue. The study showed that a 25% increase in financial discretion correlated with a whopping 77% increase in sales. 25% increase in financial discretion, 77% increase in sales. The problem the study and the HBR article point out is this. Far too many companies restrict their top marketing person's power by holding them to quarterly marketing metrics such as customer acquisition and retention rather than strategic marketing KPIs evaluated over a longer time period. And those same companies don't give their CMOs the authority or discretion necessary to drive growth for the organization. Now, here's the thing. I want to, again, state a couple of things. First, sadly, many people in the CMO or top marketer role at companies bring some of this on themselves due to their approach and experience or lack thereof. Many in small to mid-sized companies aren't adept at understanding and implementing real marketing strategy. They've moved up the ranks because of longevity and uh, relationships and so forth. The second point is 
This does not mean that top marketers deserve free reign in their roles. Far from it. The top leader ultimately gets to make the final decisions. But the top leaders need to think differently about marketing. What it is, what it does, how to evaluate it. And top leaders need to give more strategic, operational, and financial discretion to their top marketing leader. If they aren't worthy of that discretion, then find someone who is. And I don't care whether you call them the chief marketing officer, senior VP of marketing, whatever. They're the top marketing leader in your company, and they deserve that discretion, and they deserve to be held accountable to strategic marketing KPIs that are longer than a quarter or a half of a year. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No BS Marketing Show, recorded in Mass Solutions Studios here in bold, beautiful downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.